We give glory to God for yet another week in the land of the living, and we want to thank you for always creating the time to listen to the revelation knowledge the Lord makes available through this channel. As you listen to God again through his mouthpiece, Anthony Adifarakin, may you receive light, and may the grace for application and manifestation rest upon you in Jesus' name. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for who you are. We celebrate your majesty. We worship your holy name. We adore you. We exalt you. Because you are worthy of our praises. You are worthy of honor. You are worthy of adoration. Lord, be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have come to learn at your feet this week. Uh, we pray that you give us understanding. We pray that you make your word come alive in us in the name of Jesus. Also grant us the ability to apply all you will, uh, all will be learning from you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for always answering our prayers. We return all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We celebrate the name of the Lord for yet another week in the land of the living. And uh, for this week's episode of Glenn Podcast, we're going to be continue, uh, continuing our series. The Finishing Grace. We've taken parts 1 to 5. And uh, this very week, we're going to be considering part 6. And we are learning from Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot. You can, you know, once you hear that name, you don't even need to think too far. Maybe he finished well, he did not finish well. You already know the answer. Judas Iscariot is so popular for not finishing well. <laughs> so, lessons from Judas Iscariot. Let's take John chapter 12, verse 1 to 6. John chapter 12, verse 1 to 6 is a text from the New King James Version. Then six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, uh, Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. Verse 2. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of uh, very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with, uh, his feet with, his, with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Verse 4. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Verse 6, This he said, Not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box, and he used to take what was put in it. The Lord bless his words in our heart in Jesus' name. That's the testimony of Judas Iscariot. He made a suggestion, and the Bible took notes. The suggestion was out of a wrong motive. Jesus Christ had a disciple called Judas Iscariot and the Bible called him a thief. He had a money box and he used to take what was put in it. And yet, he was a follower of Jesus, close disciple. What was the problem of Judas Iscariot? Greed and misplaced priority. Judas Iscariot had a problem and the problem was greed. He also had misplaced priority. It started well, was chosen by Jesus, but then he missed the mark. Now let's look at Judas. Judas was not just called. He was not just called, but he was chosen by Jesus Christ for a life-changing and eternity-recognized ministerial adventure. That's what Judas was chosen for. He started well. He followed Jesus Christ everywhere. He witnessed all his miracles, signs, and wonders. He listened to all his teachings. He carried out impactful ministerial activities together with other disciples. 
and he was even entrusted with the team's finances they gave he was the treasurer he was in charge of the money needed in jesus christ's uh, ministry he was in charge of the purse he knew how much was in there he was the one in charge of disposing the money he knew he, he kept the purse he was in charge of money but then greed came in he started stealing from the group's purse from that john 12 1 to 6 that's where we got that and then the worst happened he sold his very own master jesus christ to the enemies for a price <laughs> he sold his master he didn't sell a land he didn't sell a car he sold his own master jesus christ to the enemies for a price he ended up hanging himself as he found no place for repentance that's the way he died he committed suicide judas iscariot hung himself because there was no place for repentance for him listen beware beware of your uncontrollable desires be very careful you have to check your uncontrollable desires what are those desires driving you did you know that innocent desires can graduate to lost if not checked innocent desires something that looks like i just i just like this i just want this if you don't check it it can actually graduate to lost and once it becomes lost sin is at the door and the moment sin comes into the picture death becomes inevitable john i mean james chapter 1 13 to 15 james 1 13 to 15 uncontrollable desires will generate into loss lost once it's there sin is coming and the moment sin comes to the picture death eternal separation from god is inevitable james 1 13 to 15 so i ask you what are you doing secretly that you feel you are getting away with what is it that you do secretly behind us no one sees you and you think you are getting away with it no my friend you are not you are not getting away with anything it's just that your cup of punishment is not yet full that's exactly why you are still doing what you're doing your cup of punishment is here to be full that's why you have not received any judgment you cannot get away with anything because you can't hide anything from the one in whose eyes all things and everyone is naked hebrews 4 13 Hebrews 4, 13, all things, everyone, we are all naked before the eyes of God. Everything is naked, so you can't hide from him. You can't hide your motives. People may commend, people may clap for you, but God knows the reason you do what you do. He knows the reason behind all you do. He knows about your motivation, he knows about your motives. Because he is the Lord. When your desires begin to get out of hand, be careful. Be careful. You are threading the path of Judas Iscariot and you can't handle it because he didn't. It is advisable that you curb your greed before it destroys you. That's the advice of scriptures. Curb your greed before it destroys you. A little curb, you know, a little baby lion may look very harmless, you know, he's playing with you. But when that cup grows into a full lion, God have mercy on you if he doesn't devour you. Okay? So curb your greed before it destroys you. Those handling church money, take notes. If you are handling church money, you are an usher, you're a treasurer, you're a financial secretary, you have been entrusted with God's money, with church money, be careful. Do not allow greed to come into the picture. Do not have misplaced priority. 
that is following the path of Judas Iscariot. You have a misplaced priority. You experience. I mean, you allow greed to take you over. Then you are going to end up the way Judas ended. God forbid. So that's the word of the Lord for us this week. Learning from uh, Judas Iscariot, the finishing grace part six. Beware of uncontrollable desires. It's good to have desires, but do not allow your innocent desires to graduate to lusts, thereby inviting sin and an eventual death. It's my prayer once again that the grace to control your desires, the grace to not allow your desires to get out of hand, may that grace come upon you in the name of Jesus. And if you have been stealing, you have been taking what you're not supposed to take, may the Lord show you mercy even as you repent in the name of Jesus. So you're out there, you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, this will be the moment to do so. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ, you're going to say this uh, prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner in need of your salvation. Please forgive all my sins, save my soul, and make me yours forever. I surrender my life to you today. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your word. Thank you for sending your word to us. Thank you for this admonition. Lord, be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have seen how greed and misplaced priority uh, crashed Judas Iscariot. Father, grant us the grace to not tow that part in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, O Lord, to control our desires. Help us to not have uncontrollable desires. Help us to not experience lust in the name of Jesus. And in any way, this is already present in our lives. Flush them out in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray for your children who have decided to surrender their life to Jesus. Write their names in the book of life. Accept them in the beloved. And beginning from now, also grant them the grace to not be uh, to not experience loss. Grant them the grace to not be victims of lust in the name of Jesus. Grant them the grace to also have controllable desires. Let their desires not get out of hand in the name of Jesus. And for all of us, we destroy every seed of greed, everything in us that is representing greed, that is representing misplaced priority. Let such be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for answering our prayers. We return all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. We give thanks to God for the revelation of His Word. If you said that prayer of salvation, congratulations. Your sins are now forgiven and your new life has begun. Please locate a Bible-believing church near you and start fellowshipping with other believers there. Or if you need help in learning how to live this new life in Christ Jesus, kindly send us a message through our website, www.glome.org, and we will respond accordingly. We will meet again next week for another episode if the Lord has not returned. Until then, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you.